0: Buddha once said about happiness that a person went up to the Zen master and said, how can I become happy? I want happiness. And Buddha said, well, you need to do two things. Firstly, remove the I, which is all about ego. And secondly, remove want, which is all about desire. And now you're left with happiness. So really, it's all about simplicity. What can you subtract from your life right now that can enhance your well-being? I'm Dr. Mark Rowe and welcome to my podcast in the doctor's chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose appreciating that when it comes to your vitality that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts and of course on my website drmarkrow.com. There's an old Chinese proverb that says, if you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. But if you want happiness for a lifetime, then help someone else. Because we all make a living with what we get, but we make a life with what we give to others. Marcus Aurelius, thousands of years ago, said that very little is needed to make a happy life. It is all within yourself, in your own way of thinking. And I wrote my Prescription for Happiness book over six years ago. I understand from researching the whole topic of happiness that, you know, you can be happy right now in your life and many people are, but there are some happiness boosting habits that you can bring into your life on a daily or a regular basis that can open up the possibility of expanding your happiness. And while 50% of your potential happiness is inherited, in other words, there is a happiness set point for each and every one of us. What's interesting is that only about 10% of your potential happiness is down to your life circumstances. And that's because of this principle known as hedonic adaptation, which means that we tend to adapt to our circumstances. Now, adapting to tough times and hard circumstances, that's protective and it can really help us to bounce back from adversity. But it also means that on the flip side, buying new things is quite limited in terms of the happiness boosting benefit you'll experience because you experience these new things as the new norm. And because of hedonic adaptation, you simply adapt and you go back to your previous happiness set point. But research in positive psychology has found that perhaps up to 40% of your potential happiness, I call it the 40% solution, is down to the things you do or don't do, say or don't say each and every day. So in this short podcast, I want to run through 15 ideas that can open up the possibility of you becoming happier. If you're a leader who recognizes, particularly since COVID-19, that living with vitality and building a more resilient mind matter now more than ever for you and your team, then this podcast is for you. For further details, visit drmarkrow.com. I want to start with gratitude because gratitude as a practice is such a wonderful way to dissolve feelings of envy or hostility or toxic stress. It is a natural anti-anxiety vaccine. It's not possible to feel tense, anxious and hostile on the one hand and grateful on the other. And of course, gratitude is best felt when it's expressed. So a written gratitude practice, I call it WWW, writing down Three things each day you feel grateful for. They can be big things, small things, incidental things. It's a very effective way to, you know, internalize those feelings of gratitude, to dissolve the feelings of toxic stress, to connect you in with the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the opposite to the stress response And simply to build your inner feelings of contentment and happiness. In fact, research has shown that simply writing down three things you feel grateful for just once a week, each week for 10 weeks, will increase your feelings of inner happiness by at least 10 and perhaps up to 25%. Secondly, I want to mention kindness. Being kind to other people. Research from positive psychology has found that doing five random acts of kindness on one day of the week that can make you more tuned into what you're doing and why and can really boost your sense of inner happiness and well-being. And you might be thinking... As you listen to this, well, you know, I'm a kind person all the time and I'm not suggesting you aren't. But when you intentionally choose five random acts of kindness on one day of the week, you become more tuned in to what you're doing and why and paying attention and really going out of your way to be extra kind, perhaps buying somebody a coffee or letting someone in front of you uh, or or whatever, helping out a neighbor in need, doing something extra kind um, on purpose intentionally once a week that can really have a positive impact on your feelings of happiness and well-being. And of course, don't forget to be kind to yourself. I mean, self-compassion, I think now is so important in a world of endless distraction and a world of pressure to be perfect in a world of endless comparison. So don't be so hard to yourself to treat yourself with the same kindness that you would give a good friend and not to be so judgmental. Thirdly, I want to mention relationships, you know, because we are all social creatures. And in fact, investing in your relationships can give you a deep reservoir of long-term satisfaction and life meaning. And, you know, making time to make sure that you've got people around you that can strengthen and support you, encourage and empower you, challenge and convince you to grow can be a great antidote to feelings of despair and loneliness and disconnection. And that's so important in the world right now. Number four, know your why. As I say, if you know your why, you can endure almost anyhow. And knowing your why is all about living intentionally on purpose, connecting with your inner sense of purpose, really figuring out who you are and how you can best serve others in the world, and you know, how you can really be more of who you are in terms of expressing your own signature strengths, expressing your own values, really connecting with that sense of service and contribution. Number five is exercise, and of course, exercise is simply the greatest pill of all, in my opinion, brings on that biochemical cocktail of brilliance. All of those positivity chemicals like serotonin and oxytocin and dopamine and noradrenaline, natural painkillers called endorphins, brain drive neurotrophic factor and all the rest, which all mix together to dissolve, feelings of stress and enable you to think more clearly and feel more positive. Simply getting up off your chair and moving for as little as 10 minutes can change your emotional state. And no matter how tired you think you are, no matter how busy you believe you are, it's never too late to reap the game changing benefits of exercise. And it's a wonderful habit for all aspects of your health and well-being. And it really can boost your inner feelings of happiness and positivity. Number six, spending time Regularly in silence or solitude. The world nowadays is so full of noise, so much busyness. Spending some quiet time simply by, if you're driving to work, turning off the radio, spending some quiet time in nature, stilling the mind, it slows the brain waves in your brain, it shuts off the prefrontal cortex, quietens the inner critic, and it can enable you to enter into a flow state where you can think more clearly with sharper focus to feel more alert, more attentive, less stressed, and, and also to feel happier. And I think it's a great strategy in today's world is to gift yourself a few moments of silence each day to disconnect from the noise of the world, to reconnect with the essence of who you are. Number seven, spend some time with happy people because emotion is so contagious. In fact, positive emotion can spread outwards for three degrees of separation, impacting not just your friends, but their friends and their friends too. People you don't even know can impact on your happiness as you impact on theirs. Your emotional vibe impacts your tribe and your tribe impacts your vibe. Research has found that each happy person you have in your friendship circle can enhance your own happiness by 9%, whereas each unhappy friend can reduce your happiness by 7%. So it's just being aware of the potential emotional contagion of emotion. Number eight is all about simplify and simplicity. To be able to slow down and simplify, to do less, but to become more effective at those things you actually do, to become more of a minimalist, to understand the psychology of what you can say no to and why you say yes to less. I mean, this is very much a Zen philosophy from Japan and the Eastern part of the world about really decluttering, whether it's decluttering your wardrobe or whether it's more complex and decluttering your life. Simplify and everything can start to change. So really, the opportunity is to identify the biggest sources of friction in your life and do something about it. As Leonardo da Vinci once said, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Buddha once said about happiness that a person went up to the Zen master and said, how can I become happy? I want happiness. And Buddha said, well, you need to do two things. Firstly, remove the I, which is all about ego. And secondly, remove want, which is all about desire. And now you're left with happiness. So really, it's all about simplicity. What can you subtract from your life right now that can enhance your well-being? Number nine, Lighten up. By that, I mean, don't take life too seriously. You know, laughter is great medicine for your mind, body and soul. It's good for your heart. It releases natural endorphins, can increase pain tolerance. It can increase other chemicals that boost positivity like oxytocin, can enhance your resilience and realistic optimism. And it can really be a terrific emotional tonic and energy booster. Number 10, set goals consistent with your values. And this means that, you know, sustainable happiness requires us to have a sense of engagement. We are happiest when we are growing. So make sure you've got some goals. These might be big goals or tiny goals or projects that you're working towards in your health, in your relationships, maybe for your future professional development, maybe in your career. You know, having these little goals can really make a difference. If climbing a mountain is of value to you, do it. It doesn't matter if you don't get to the top of the mountain. It doesn't even matter if you're wandering aimlessly at the bottom. Simply take action and make time to smell the roses today. Number 11, eat food that supports your mood. Increasing research has found that the microbiome is the collection of over 50 trillion bugs, microorganisms that live in the gut, and they produce Much of the body's serotonin, in fact, more than 70 percent is thought to be produced in the gut and many other neurotransmitters and neurochemicals are also produced in the gut bacteria and connect with the brain. So the gut brain connection, the impact that has on how you feel and your mood and your happiness is still under research. But what we know is there is a strong connection between the two. So eating foods that are good for you, this is lots of color, lots of fruit and vegetables, whole grains, Uh, to a large degree, the Mediterranean style diet, which I've discussed in a previous podcast, is a great way to boost the happiness boosting potential from your food and from your diet. Number 12, meditation. Meditation is a wonderful way to declutter to detox your mind. And as you develop mastery over your attention, you'll become more aware of every little thing as though you were seeing it for the very first time. Meditation promotes more balance between the inner world of thought and emotion and the outer world of lived experience. It supports your ability to better recharge from stress. It can enable you to improve your health, as well as supporting you in reaching a higher state of consciousness. What's interesting is that meditating for as little as 10 minutes a day for three months, that's about 11 hours in total, can structurally change your brain, making the happiness center, which is the left prefrontal cortex, bigger and dampening down the red button or the alarm center in the brain for stress. Number 13. Number 13. Get enough restorative sleep because sleep really is such a foundation habit for every aspect of your health, well-being and vitality. And if you're sleep deprived, in other words, if you're not getting enough sleep and most of us need eight hours a night, you're spending your day on that fight or flight stressed state, which burns a hole in your willpower, impairs your focus and attentive capacities and gives you mood swings, feeling more stressed. So valuing your sleep and giving yourself, gifting yourself really eight hours sleep a night is a great way to boost your inner feelings of emotional contentment and happiness. Number 14, volunteering, because, you know, we do feel good about ourselves when we're helping others, giving some of your time or your talent, your energy to support others can really be fantastic in terms of boosting your own happiness and well-being. So said earlier, we make living with what we get. We make a life with what we give to others and start today. Start right now. Do what you can with what you have. And the prize from giving something to others is that your life can become richer and more fulfilled as you tap into and reap the bountiful benefits of feeling more on purpose and having more of a sense of possibility. And number 15, focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses. This is a really key idea from positive psychology that your personal strengths, which include courage, justice, humanity, wisdom, temperance and transcendence. And these six virtues break into, you know, 24 character strengths. We all have certain strengths that we can identify with most readily, that energize and excite you in using them, that feel part of the real you. These are your signature strengths. And using your signature strengths in your day-to-day life is a tremendous way to build a more resilient mind, to enhance your inner feelings of happiness and contentment, and simply boost your overall well-being. Finally, I'd like to quote that wonderful philosopher Aristotle, who said that happiness depends upon ourselves. Happiness can become your choice, your commitment to build some health and happiness boosting habits into your life, starting today, enabling you to have the resilience to endure tough times, as well as being able to make the best of good times and overall to simply live with more vitality. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast in the doctor's chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website drmarkrow.com